Welcome to the Retail Transformation Show with me, Oliver Banks. This is your weekly podcast, delivering you the insight, ideas, and inspiration to successfully change and transform in our ever-evolving world of retail. Enjoy listening. What would make today a little bit better than it is? And how about a change that will make tomorrow better still. If you're ready to make continuous improvements, then you will drive a huge incremental transformation. Welcome to episode 276, number 276, here on the Retail Transformation Show. I'm Retail Transformation Consultant and Advisor, Oliver Banks, and I appreciate you tuning in to today's episode. Because right now, we're going to talk about Kaizen. Kaizen is the concept of continually improving the status quo. The idea of making today better than yesterday and making tomorrow better than today. Now, Kaizen is a Japanese term. It was initiated by Toyota in the period after World War II. But it was popularized, really, by the rise of Lean Six Sigma across the world. And that's how I first came across the concept. I used to work at Xerox and they were one of the world's early adopters for Lean Six Sigma tools, mindsets and methodologies. And it was when I was doing my training through Yellow Belt, Green Belt and Black Belt that I first came across this Kaizen concept. The word Kaizen is actually derived from two Japanese words. So Kai, which can mean many things, but in this instance, it's standing for change. And Zen, which again can mean many things, but here it stands for good. So it's good change or change for good. So Kaizen is continuous improvement. It recognises that there are better ways of doing things. It looks to focus on the customer and the outputs and activities for that customer. And Kaizen also aims to minimize waste. That is effort, money, materials, time, or any other resource that is applied. And if it's not delivering value, or if it's not getting the job done, then let's eliminate that waste. So when you do Kaizen, when you do all of this, then you deliver value. And when you do this continually, where each day is better than the last, then we uncover the opportunity of marginal gains. Now, you may have come across this as a 1% daily improvement regime, but essentially what we're talking about here is compound interest, but in performance. And for this compound interest in performance, We might be talking about improving your operating model or your business's ways of working. But it is an approach that might equally deliver value in your own ways of working, your own approaches to get things done. Or it could even be in your broader life as well, be that around physical, mental, emotional, relationships, functions, financials, or so many different aspects of your life which could be improved through Kaizen. But wherever you apply this continuous improvement mindset to, 
you recognize there are better ways of doing things. You focus on the customer and whoever that customer is in your particular situation. Now, that might be the consumer. It might be a colleague. It might be you, especially if you're thinking about your own personal life. Or it could be a family member, for example. And then you eliminate waste as well. But to do all of this and get this continuous improvement to make tomorrow better than today, you have to take intentional action. And so to help right now, I wanted to share three tools and techniques that can help you to take intentional action and drive Kaizen and deliver that continuous improvement. So first up, listen to your customer. Don't lose me. Don't roll your eyes just yet. (laughs) Lean Six Sigma, as I mentioned, is about looking at value adding tasks and activities. But more specifically, it's about customer value adding tasks and activities. So it's essential to recognize who is the recipient of any given product or output or activity. They are the customer, not necessarily the end customer, the consumer. But in particular, What is it about the particular product, output, activity that that customer values? Where is the gold, so to speak, for them, for that individual or group? And so to do this, firstly, you've got to recognize who your customer is and what the value is. And you may or may not know what that value is. And don't make assumptions because it's crucial to listen to your customers. How do you genuinely listen to your customers though. Consider how you're going to hear what people are saying. How can you also hear what they're not saying? What more is it that you could do? It doesn't need to be revolutionary, but evolutionary. Look for an improvement at how you're listening. And when you can listen to your customers better, you will naturally overcome the assumptions that are in your head or the biases or the curse of knowledge, if you've come across that concept or terminology before. And once you are capable of better listening to your customer, then you're going to be better equipped to take relevant, meaningful, positive, intentional action going forward. And so our second approach to share to get the most out of Kaizen is to bring together the people that can genuinely make a difference, including who's impacted the customer and who can make that impact. Who can drive that meaningful change? And the idea here is to get people together, get people talking, get people in a room together, literally or figuratively. And when you get those people talking, you let that spark happen, let creativity flow, unlock new ideas, let innovation happen before your eyes. New perspectives, new consideration, it will drive new thinking and new ideas. And this could happen in, let's say, a formal workshop setting, but it could equally be more of a casual conversation. But perhaps the best place to do this is to get people together where the action is actually happening. Now, maybe that's in a physical store. Maybe it's in a warehouse or distribution center or fulfillment center. Maybe it's as part of a particular meeting or governance group, or perhaps it's in front of a digital tool on someone's computer. Being in the moment at the right place helps enormously. And then when you get all of these relevant people to understand and communicate, suddenly 
you're naturally going to find the workarounds and help connect the dots. Now, I love helping clients get the right people together and see the unlocks. And you find those breakthrough moments, perhaps in a workshop or a store tour, and suddenly someone says, ah, but if we did it like this, then dot, dot, dot. Or, well, if I shared this information earlier in the process, then suddenly, you, you can imagine, right? Everything suddenly gets smoother. The operation improves. People are more satisfied, more fulfilled. They enjoy their work and the output. They enjoy delivering value, right? And bonus, it's a great way of eliminating frictions and finding great new opportunities as well. And just to cap it all off, if that's not all good enough, then of course, when we get those right people together, the experience of communication and collaboration and driving positive impact, it helps spin up future improvements too. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Amazing. So let's move on to our third tool that I wanted to share with you. It's a Lean Six Sigma tool called 5S. Now, if you haven't come across this before, then 5S is derived from five Japanese words, all starting with an S, and I'm going to share the translations. I will not subject you to my poor pronunciation of the Japanese language that would not help anyone. <laughs> so in English, the five S's translated are sort. This is about removing what you don't need in the moment. Over time, we collect stuff. And humans seem to be natural hoarders, it seems. We love our stuff and we keep hold of things just in case. But this stuff Whatever it is, it gets in the way and it creates clutter. Now, we might be talking about physical clutter, tools, equipment, paperwork. Could be talking about digital clutter, files, folders, emails, messages, data sets. I mean, take a look at your smartphone's home screen as an example. Have you got a lot of clutter there? Apps and documents and photos that you don't need anymore, but they're blocking the way and they're always in the way? So the first S is sort. Secondly, we then set in order or straighten. So once we've removed what we don't need, this stage is about organizing what we do need. And the big idea here is really having a place for everything and everything in its place. That way, when you need something, you know exactly where it's meant to be. And equally, if you see that it's not there, you know there's going to be a big problem because you are going to need it at some stage very soon. Then we move on to our third element, shine. This is around cleaning, inspecting and perfecting the work area. And there could be lots of opportunities for minor improvements here, whether that's in layout to ensure that items are in the most convenient place for where they're used and when they're used. And you could identify opportunities to revise what you've already done in sort and set in order. And really, what you want to do in this stage is know that you've got that perfect layout with everything in the right place at the right time. The fourth S is standardize. This is about documenting your five S activities and findings and outputs so that it can be communicated and adhered to. Really, you're looking to share 
This is how we set up now. This is the equipment, the tools, the resources, whatever. This is what we need. This is where it lives. And this is how we keep it clean. And everyone is on the same page. And let's be honest, how many times have we come into a workplace and someone has moved everything around? How frustrating, right? Well, standardizing means everyone's on the same page. And then the fifth S is sustain. And really, this is about consistently, continually applying the 5S tool. Because over time, we will, again, naturally gather more clutter. So even if we create the perfect workspace, mobile phone, screen, data depository, whatever, over time, it will get messy once again. More items or aspects that we don't need somehow find their way back in to create clutter. But it's not just that clutter that gathers over time, but also as the situation or ways of working change, we will need more or less or different tools or equipment or resources or things. And particularly, if we find ourselves with this now unused equipment or items, the unused elements create clutter themselves. And really, the sustained stage is about starting the process again, continually. Sort, set in order, shine, standardize, sustain. And this tool can be used in so many different retail use cases. I've applied it with fantastic effects, with store teams, for example. Whether that's in checkout areas or backroom and stockrooms or warehouses, it can be fantastic in fulfillment centers or distribution centers. And actually, it can be a real unlock that I've experienced anyway, that get different shifts working well together as one team, even though there may not be that much or any direct communication with each other. If there is a standardized way of working and setting up the workspace and the environment, then everyone knows what to expect. Everyone can get used to that. And you don't have this sort of continual changing. And I've seen this in action between different shifts. And if it's not sorted, it's not pretty. 5S can also work in an office environment as well. Desks, devices, data, file storage systems, even headspace. Okay. So those are three tools to help you to drive continuous improvement, to help you achieve Kaizen. Now, Kaizen should be both an activity and a mindset. It almost wants to become a behavior. So it happens as part of your routine, your habit, your culture. And that's exactly what happened with Toyota after World War II. And that's how they grew and scaled to become the sizable, successful, forward-thinking company that they are today. But Kaizen is not about fundamentally changing things, big shifts, big transformations. Although the very act of going through Kaizen may recognize what does need to be changed in a big way. It may recognize those enormous headaches because at some stage, there is no point polishing a turd. But as we've covered multiple times, Kaizen is about making lots of small shifts regularly, continually make the situation better. Tweaks, optimizations, continuous improvement is right there in the name, right? Because when you continue to do this, all these small shifts and improvements, they add up, they combine, they accumulate to create an 
incremental transformative effect and a huge impact. So let me ask you this. What are you going to do to drive Kaizen today? How are you going to make some instant changes and drive continuous improvement to make tomorrow better? Do let me know. I would love to hear your thoughts. You can find my contact details on the show notes page at obandco.uk slash 276. That's obandco.uk slash 276. And once you're on the show notes, do subscribe for my retail transformation briefing. This is my weekly email update that gives you the key headlines from around the ever-evolving world of retail. So you stay right up to speed. Also on those show notes, you're going to find some additional episodes to check out next. There's a rich backlog of great episodes. And if you're not sure where to start, then I've got a few recommendations and suggestions for you. And finally, whilst you're over there, you can find out more about my upcoming book, Driving Retail Transformation, How to Navigate Disruption and Change. And I suppose... One of my goals with this book is to help you to continuously improve how you're delivering transformation. So head right on over to the show notes, www.obandco.uk slash 276. And if you've enjoyed this episode, then please share it on LinkedIn, perhaps with your own additions and thoughts. You know, what are you going to do to continuously improve? Or there are any other tools or ways of thinking to add in to what I've shared today. I'd love to hear from you. So, of course, feel free to tag me in. I'm Oliver Banks, and I appreciate you tuning in to the Retail Transformation Show podcast. And I look forward to joining you in another episode very, very soon. Bye for now. Bye for now.